are listening. We can't believe we're still doing this. We can't believe how much money we spend on time. How much money? Hello and welcome to the Youth Hockey Podcast, episode 22. Uh, we are moving along. Uh, it's getting very close to the end of the season for a lot of these kids. Uh, not for the professionals, not for the adults, but I'm telling you, as uh, each week goes by, uh, the games, uh, usually uh, the stakes get higher. Am I am I right in ex- uh, expressing that, uh, Coach Lance? Oh, the stakes are... Uh, at the highest right now, I meant uh, every league, you know, I meant fever pitch, absolute fever pitch. I mean, it depends yes. on what team you're on, <laughs> how much stakes uh, are. That's or... true. Uh, both of my, or actually one of my, uh, my daughter's team is no longer in the playoffs, uh, sadly, but they played a really good season. Uh, uh, gotta love uh, everything that they did that developed them, uh, but they're not going any further. So it's kind of weird time. Uh, I don't know if you've ever had this. You're still going to practices. You're still doing everything. And yet there really isn't that much left out in front of you. Um, any, any, uh, any uh, input on the, on that, uh, on that little nugget. That's interesting. You know, I think we had that situations once before at Peewee where. Oh God, Lance has, Lance has only missed the playoffs once in his kid's career. Of course you did Lance. Go ahead. Um. Well, we booked the ice. You know, I guess I guess you got to do it, right? You book the ice, yeah. The championships, and then <laughs> get eliminated in the first round. You got a lot of ice you've already reserved. You might as well use it. I know, but it's a weird feeling because it's like everyone has the same kind of. Um, and I, I might use this as my topic next week, uh, which is jockeying for the next ye- uh, year. But it yes. is kind of a weird little feeling that everyone is um, is a little bit. Uh, um, Oh, I don't know what you call it. Uh, like, um, uh, on a on a treadmill, you know that you're not really going any. Everyone knows that Randy, it's kind of over. Yeah, it's it's the time of year when you walk in the rink and coach. You're certainly looking sharp today, my friend. <laughs> As you butter them up for next year. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Right. Is there any way I can uh, make your life a little happier with uh, with uh, a compliment and a and a shining of your shoes? Yes, coach, you look like you lost a little weight. Good job. <laughs> oh, nicely done. Nicely done. Uh, so, uh, Dave, um, your son is uh, still in the uh, thick of the playoff hunt, is he not? Um, I wouldn't say that, no. <laughs> his, <laughs> his team, um, if they were actually in a league, maybe they would be uh, angling for something. But uh, this is... This is one of the things that, you know, there's so many different teams. And uh, this particular year, my son played on a team that uh, had an quote unquote independent schedule. They were in no league that, uh, so, you know, um, no. Did I tell you last year, uh, Dare was in the finals of the high school, but because they hadn't registered to go to nationals or something like that, I don't know exactly what happened, but in California, you had to tick some box somewhere. Even if they'd won the California State Championships, which they didn't, they lost by two. Uh, but if they had, they wouldn't have gone to nationals. It would have been the losing team that went to nationals because of something. Because uh, some uh, technicality. To, yeah, I know. Yeah. So, yeah, I, well, I don't exactly understand it, but that was what I was told. And uh, I was like, okay, yeah. well, that's fine with me. Well, high school. Uh, okay. So uh, USA Hockey is is the organization that has nationals. And we've talked about you know, there's other alternative leagues that don't have a national championship in the way we all think of it. So 
if you're if you're not playing in a league where where you're part of the of USA hockey, there's no chance you're going to go to nationals. But high school is a weird thing because high school uh, that well, like the entire state of Minnesota is not part of uh, that USA hockey nationals program. Well, I believe so, Minnesota is its own country when it comes to hockey. Isn't that the, isn't like Texas was a country once uh, uh, due to other things. Yeah. But in I believe the, in, in Minnesota, the, yeah. They have in their the own. world of, uh, of hockey. Yeah. If, if hockey was, it was a, a set of nation States. Yeah. Yeah. Minnesota would be like, I don't know, Sparta or something. Oh, nice. Um, a good Peloponnesian they, war uh, 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 rehash. That's, that's great to get back to there. Yeah. Thank the, you. The, the other thing that uh, about high school is that, um, is that a lot of high schools? It, this sounds funny, but there are uh, there are states where the high school, like uh, the state championships, actually conflict with the USA Hockey National Championship. So I, I and by no means do I mean to demean the the high school USA Hockey na- National Championship. I mean it to win it is amazing. I'm sure. For, no, I'm just for saying it was that weird. Pull that off, we, just, but... we just had the weird experience of of may, we might have won California. We did not. But even if we yeah. did, we weren't going to nationals for some reason. Yeah, oh. and 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 California had a school that uh, in the last let's say decade won the national the USA Hockey National Championship twice, which is to win any kind of national championship. I mean, it's very difficult. I don't care what di- you know what division yeah. you're in, uh, and, and and it takes it takes an incredible amount of skill and and probably some some puck luck and some bounces. I mean, when you look at the scores and just, uh, especially at the, you know, once you get through the first part of it and you're in the, the, uh, the uh, single elimination part, you know, just one, you can't have a bad game. You can't have a game where a couple of bad pucks go in and, you know, yeah. So, so it's, it's interesting to just see. I believe you're talking about Santa Margarita. Is that not the yeah, case? Santa I, Margarita I, I want to show off. School. Yeah. I believe it's yeah. a Santa Margarita. Uh, won it a couple times. Uh, good, good, uh, good on you, Sandra. Yeah, they were Ravens. in three, uh, three finals, I believe, and and wow. uh, they lo- the one they lost was actually a school that my uh, younger brother was the assistant coach for, and and this is kind of where I know some of this is that uh, that team won the Pennsylvania State Championship. Uh, some an amazing. I'm I'm pretty sure six years in a row, but they only chose to go to. The national championship one year and that was the year they or one or two but that was the year they played santa margarita in the final and they beat them wow so uh anyway it's interesting no i'm i'm, I'm loving it thanks uh see that's why you throw out a couple nuggets at the beginning of the show is because coach raleigh will automatically pick them up and give you more information than you had that's why we love coach raleigh and uh that's why i believe going forward uh we should keep on feeding him nuggets lance what what's your feeling Ed, he loves nuggets. <laughs> yeah, it's right, your topic today, nuggets. Lance. Oh, yeah. It's oh. your topic today, Lance. Please, uh, please go ahead. Well, before I do that, I wanted to ask uh, the coach, did you see, I don't remember if we've talked about this, uh, but I just saw it on my plane flight uh, back east, uh, Hockey Land. Have you seen that? Um, no, I have not. I've, I've, I think I'm aware of it, but please, like, fill us in. It's uh, uh a documentary, I believe. It was a documentary. I mean, it was mainly focused on Blake Biondi and Minnesota hockey, mm-hmm. uh, and it followed two teams. Oh yeah, two yeah. Rival teams, and uh, and it was it was interesting, you know. And they they, they you know they talked to the parents. Uh, they followed the team as they went through the last few weeks of the season, 
and into the playoffs. Uh, yeah, I've seen some reviews of this, and it's very highly rated. Rated. Uh, the reviews are excellent. Did you did you find the same? Or did you find you really thought it was a great movie? I mean, I I, I thought it was an interesting for people who uh, like are getting into the hockey world or are in there. I think they'll find it interesting. I I, I can't see a person who's not got a child playing hockey uh, being that riveted to it. Mm-hmm. You know, there were some slow points in it, uh, but, uh, but yeah, you know, having kids playing hockey, I thought it was interesting. And just the whole dynamic of Minnesota hockey. I mean, the, this Beyondy kid in the movie, they claimed that he had been offered like every year to play for the national development team. And he chose that he wanted to stick with his high school and play Minnesota hockey. I think he felt it was better development, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, I mean, uh, the the top – so, so um, there's a paper floating around from about two, three years ago where a guy used um, statistical analysis uh, to essentially rank every high school and uh, – every, every high school and prep school aged team available um, top to bottom. And they kind of put it into a, a set of tiers. And – the and by far at the top and the, the top tier um, was the Minnesota. Uh, not now, not you know Minnesota has a ton of teams. You guys We're talking sucking about, up to Minnesota. I got to tell you, there are some really good teams in Wisconsin. Wisconsin, please represent. Um, I mean, listen, I didn't, I didn't make this analysis. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, but you're bringing you, it up. Yeah, there was no Wisconsin team <laughs> in that. That's what I'm saying. It's so it was passive like, it was aggressive like, of you guys, and it you're was Minnesota. Like, uh, eight, nine, ten team of the top teams in Minnesota. Several of the top prep school teams back east, and the um, and like a one team in New York. And, and this was like the, uh, you know, it used like nearest neighbor, uh, whatever quantification and, you know, to tr- it's similar to what um, my hockey rankings tries to do to, um, you know, to just rank these things and kind of made the case that, that there's, let's say five sort of tiers of, of hockey and could kind of talk about, you know, what are the type of people and uh, what are the type of kids and where do they go? And, you know, Minnesota, this is not, a, it shouldn't be news to anybody that Minnesota high school hockey produces a lot of NCAA division one scholarships. And so, you know, you, if you're seeing those top, you know, any of those top like eight, 10 teams playing games against each other, you you are routinely seeing kids that will be going to play in college the next year. And this is where a lot of like now, you know, names that, that are a young um, NHL like stars came out of some of these Minnesota programs. So. Anyway, against Minnesota, I just I'm I'm saying myself personally, South Dakota really is what gets me going. Yeah, sure. Yeah, Uh, I it's very there's a lot of people there and and North Dakota. I mean, well, there's not that many people. I mean, the amount of hockey they got hockey. Those kids can play hockey is what I'm telling you. They're not like your baristas, you know, after they're done with their thing shift, they don't go in barista at Starbucks. They're listen, their commitment are lifting cows out of ditches. In between the the hockey games, and then they go back and they play hockey. Yeah, no one questions the commitment of a guy who's driving like three hours uh, to the rink each way yeah. because he is uh, in a town of twenty. Yeah, 
closest yeah. rink is uh, whatever. So <laughs> yeah, go Dakotas. I, I'm just saying, I want to be top in the Dakotas. So I'm, I'm, I'm I th- putting my. I think it's great that they get the two Dakotas. senators too. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Raleigh is not only promoting Minnesota; he is he is slapping down the Dakotas. Oh man, I'm just is, saying there's not a, already there's a lot of cows way off and, the uh, way off the tracks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, not Lance, a lot of hockey players. That's, Lance, that's what it comes down to. Please guide us to your uh, topic. All right, so let's see. So I was just thinking the other day. Uh, as the season, like you said, Randy, the season starts winding down and you start reminiscing about years past. And it got me thinking, what would Lance do if I had it to do all over again to build my hockey players? And uh, uh, that's the question I posed to you two. And I will, I will start by saying, I think number one on my list from the day they learn how to walk is skating. Skating, 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 skating. I think I don't think I put enough emphasis on uh, my boys being the best skaters. Now, you know, like Chris has always been told that he's got great form and he's a good skater, but I think there's still so much of a mountain to climb that that's an area where you get like instant results. You know, the better the skater you are, the better you are at whatever level you're at. I, I can't right. disagree with that, uh, Coach. Well, I, th- I first off, I just want to say I, I saw this topic and I, I, I was like, this is this is an, a great topic. I'm glad you brought it up. Unfortunately for me, I look back and I see a lot of lot of mistakes that I feel like I made in hindsight. Um, so. Part of me is like, well, yes, I, I agree. Skating is the fundamental. Um, with that said, I have I have some significant concerns about things that people are learning or th- things that have been discussed and sort of are, if you look around, you'll see in the media uh, a lot of discussion about this, which is one of them is is injuries. Uh, I was just reading something uh, this week where um, where uh, physicians uh, were t- were um, pointing out sort of you know uh, an alarmist type of thing, but saying, "Look, we're seeing a lot of repetitive use injuries in younger and younger people, and th- the reason is that there's early specialization, and you've got now. I think a lot of the, they were talking about basketball players." Uh, this 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 actually yeah it, it kind of it was like talking about some of these young NBA players who have had a lot of uh, injuries and uh, part of the reason that they were thinking this is that some of these guys have been playing all you know in a tremendous amount of basketball since they were little kids um, and I, I think that this is this is definitely a potential problem to have your kid play too much hockey. I absolutely can tell you, I can recall uh, like around the time when my son was like a peewee, maybe going uh, going. You're between- losing you're losing the audience, David. You're losing the you just uh, like twenty two uh, people just uh, stopped listening right there. They're like, there's no way my kid can be playing too much hockey. 
Well, well let me, yeah, let me I, ask I, Dave a question. Well, though. hang on. Let me let me just let me just uh, finish my point. No, I'm good. So, so too much. Uh, when when he was like between the squirt and the peewee, it was like around the time of uh, of uh, tryouts, and and I had him playing because there was some uncertainty as to what he was going to do. I had him playing like you know way too much hockey. He did like spring, and I, literally he was on the ice probably every single day. And I just remember thinking. Like, look at, you know, but part of it is like your, your only kind of ego goes into it. It's like, gosh, my, he's really developing. He's really playing great. I was loved watching him play today. What, what a great practice, blah, blah, blah. And uh, I look back on that and I was like, hey, I, you know, it was too much. I, I wiped him out. When, when he actually did the tryouts, he, he didn't have really a great tryout because he was just, he was exhausted. I'd had him on the ice for like two weeks every single day, you know, a, an hour or two or, or more. And uh, at back in that time, I thought, oh, this, you know, as long as he wants to do it, there's no amount of time that <laughs> is too little. And uh, I, I think that, uh, you know, that was a mistake. I think that uh, hockey should get back to being a seasonal sport. And I think uh, another thing I would have had, I would have done was, uh, you know, really continued to emphasize, although I have done this, uh, you know, emphasize doing other sports, play hockey during the hockey season, then do something else. Don't, go back to getting on the ice all the time. So the, so anyway, go up. I know you guys probably have a, some thoughts on this and maybe want to rebut me, but uh, well, no, I think I you're 100% right, you, David. Yeah. I was going to ask you, but then you answered my questions as you uh, continued on, because mm -hmm. that's what I was going to say. Like, do you, like, what was your resolution? Just have him rest or have him play other sports. And, and you're right. I think I've heard so many people say that, I'm not looking for a great hockey player. I'm looking for a great athlete. Right. You know, and you don't achieve that unless you're playing other sports. Um, but I'll make two comments. The comment one to back you up is I remember Wayne Gretzky one time at some point distinctly saying that when, when hockey season was over, when winter was over, he hung up the skates and he didn't pick them up again until, you know, like, September again and there were yeah. you know the entire spring and summer he yeah, but you know what the kids are saying about that I mean I heard I heard a kid say this uh this exact quote Gretzky is a fourth liner in, in today's game uh, I heard a kid like down downstairs in the in the locker room <laughs> talking about this and they were like yeah yeah you guys are all talking about Gretzky 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 Gretzky's a fourth liner uh, in today's in today's hockey world, <laughs> well, they never, saw, they never saw Gretzky. No, I know, but what I'm yeah. saying, I, and by the way, you, they may you may be right, Coach, but the way they view it is that you, know, you know why they're wrong. Those are all milkmen. No, but I, I know they're wrong. But you don't have to tell. I'm saying I'm. This is reported speech. This is not me right. saying, "Hey, Gretzky wasn't all that." So before you send the hate mail to Youth Hockey Podcast at gmail.com, Youth Hockey Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, uh, no, this is reported speech that I heard in a locker room with kids, teenagers. Uh, so, uh, you know, I mean, I, I understand where it can come from though, though, because you know, it was Wayne Gretzky, the fastest guy out there, it, even in his time, not at all. Was he, you know, big and strong and physical? Not at all. But the one thing he had that I don't know that anyone's matched and maybe the coach can, Correct me if I'm wrong, but the one thing that Wayne Gretzky had, I think, that just trumped everybody else and every other athletic skill they had was his his hockey IQ. I mean, that guy was in the right place at the right time every time. 
And that's, you know, a lot like, you know, Luke Robitaille was kind of that way. Luke Robitaille. Yeah, but seven concussions and you wouldn't have had that IQ. Yeah, but you know, though, I mean, look at the, I mean, this is today, I mean, I, today's this is world. Mean, but this is today's hockey world. Uh, they would knock his head off. Uh, uh, I don't they, think, look at that. Well, yeah, it would be sure, like a sure. pinball she, machine. He was, he, he was would good be about... over the sidewall and into the stands and two people would be escorting him out of the, out of the arena. Randy, I, Randy, Randy. I, I don't You're think so. Just stirring, just stirring. Uh, just uh, go ahead now. Go ahead and re rebut my, my, uh, my stirring uh, senses. No, some guys are, some guy. that's easier said than done. Some guys are, believe me, you don't think that people tried to hit Gretzky in his day. They absolutely did. Even though he had a, you know, he had a, a goon that pretty much was like his, his bodyguard, but that, you know, it was the seventies. There were absolutely insane guys playing hockey who they say that was a deterrent, but it really wasn't. It, uh, but, but yeah, I, I agree with, I agree with you, Lance, uh, that what he had, uh, was a couple things, you know, I, I think generally attributed obviously is his uh, dexterity and his hands and everything were very good. Um, the equipment that they use back then, it's just so hard to compare because it's, it's almost like a different sport now, but he had this incredible sort of sense of spatial awareness. Um, also like people have said, if you really look how to look at, at uh, Gretzky, and I think he said this, this himself, he had this, like uh, incredible field of vision such that he could almost see like around the, the side of his head, like his highest sort of, he has big gigantic eyes and uh, I, whatever was going on there, he, he just had an incredible vision and he kind of it sounds like you get a bit of a crush on Gretzky. I, I don't mean to like uh, read into this. No, coach, no, uh, not at all. Old I, man I, crush there. I, the, I'm, the big I'm eyes not... that can see everything right into your heart. No, uh, I, I'm I... saying, look at, look at the guy, take a look at his face and everything. And uh, other people have, have kind of pointed this out He's that the, the guy's got, uh, you know, really kind of like big eyeballs. And he said, I can see, like I have this field of vision that extends out or, you know, I, I did um, in, in such a way that, you know, let's say person A kind of sees, you know, maybe 90 or I don't know, 80 degrees and he sees 120. So he just, he just take in more information. And, um, and so he would kind of, this is a lot of what people are saying now about Connor Bedard. And you watch some of his clips and you, you kind of see this, what, what makes this kid really special. It's, it's the same sort of thing of he's he's seeing what's going on and he's able to kind of predict where people are going based on you know all these people moving at the same time and he's making plays where it's it's he's making unusual decisions based on his vision and what he's seeing the information he's taking in and um you know uh kind by of this seeing... logic though uh anna taylor joy would be a first liner in every league because yes. her eyes are so far apart that at this point uh you know and they're big i i think uh we should get well, this is this is what i'm saying take skates. a look at gretzky yeah. and, and you'll see he's got that same sort of like okay uh thing going on with the and and uh, you know who, listen this is no different than talking about bobby Orr. Bobby oh, Orr, yeah, Bobby Orr oh. is a guy who was. Yeah, but uh, now, now I'm sad. He's not. He's not was. I mean, Bobby Bobby Orr is very much alive. So uh, he he runs the Orr Group now. Um, but Bobby Orr was. Uh, every you know everybody comments, and he's not the only player like this. There's a number of players in the NHL who are sort of uh, they're bow legged. 
you know, his, his, uh, what his lower, uh, lower leg legs bent in. And so two things happen. One, he was one of the most incredible skaters of his, certainly of his era, maybe ever in the NHL. I mean, he was the original like defenseman that, uh, could out. Oh, by the anything. way, I'm sorry about that. I saw Bobby uh, today. It was Bobby Hall. Oh, Bobby Hall, time. you're talking about. That's yeah. what I saw. No, I saw it, and I, I just mixed him up in my head. Yeah, and that's yeah. why I, when you brought him up, I was like, oh god, that's yeah. Sad. No, different guy. Uh, I apologize. But... No, no, you're absolutely. I, I, I just mixed him up in my head when you said it. I was like, oh no, he's going to talk about uh, yeah. Anyway, so I apologize. No, it's, it's just a it's a physical attribute that he had, and so it made him an incredible skater. But it also, uh, it's generally thought was part of the thing that contributed to the fact that he ended up having bad knees and had a series of knee injuries and basically had a very, very short career, all things considered because he had, because he kind of had to leave the game because of his knee injuries. So, you know, again, certain people have these physical attributes. Uh, Michael Phelps, they say has this, you know, has a heart like two times larger than the average human. And thus, you know, he was sort of born to be an amazing swimmer. Uh, I think this is the same thing with Wayne Gretzky and, you know, he just found the perfect sport for him and, and, uh, you know, his, uh, his, his brain is, is, uh, what was very good at, uh, taking all this information in and playing this sport. And I don't, anyway, I, that would have, that would have been, I, I do, that, that'd be the same today. I, I do you know. want to get back to the, uh, the, what you would do different. Uh, I still think the toothpaste has come out of the tube on that one. Uh, I, I don't think that Gretzky's, uh, style of hang up the skates is going to work. Uh, the same way as you guys do. I think um, that uh, it, it is, uh, you know, you, you can say that you would have played your kid less um, and, and that is fine. I, I don't know if I would have played my, th that is not the first thing I would uh, uh, go to if I was talking about what I would change in, in my kid's development. I would, uh, I would just stay closer to home uh, for most of the, you know, people are hopping clubs all the time. Uh, my, my thing, uh, if I had it to do all over again, is the best years we had were very close to home uh, because the kids could be on the ice and then not waste any time in the car. Uh, so, I mean, maybe we are getting the time. Maybe I'm saying the same thing. Uh, spend less time on hockey. Uh, but uh, my way of doing that is to spend more time on the ice and less time in the car. That would be uh, that would be the thing I would do for for all of my kids. Well, yes and no, because it, uh, you what you have local to you is what you have local to you. You might it wasn't have a very program. good at the beginning at all. Well, you uh, might but... have a program that, that only, that only goes to, let's say a, and eventually I know, and I would, better than a, and, and I would but, do, but even I would if they weren't, in a. yeah, I would keep them in a, I know your point. Your point is that no, uh, you no, have you to don't. leave. You don't, you have to okay. say, Randy, who would be crazy? I apologize. No, no, no. I'm not saying you have to leave. I I'm saying, that you're conflating like you, your homering could also have a, a travel team that's triple a it depends on where you live i'm what i'm saying though is that if your home league has less hockey then then yes it's the same we would agree on that right uh but, yes sure so i i was saying less hockey because too much hockey 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 year round is bad for uh, a kid's body. Uh, and it does not necessarily make you a better hockey player. And this is not anything new. Like as, as somebody who, uh, who, you know, what is a level four USA hockey coach um, 
I was indoctrinated in this. And part of it at the time was that the USA Hockey was uh, doing a sort of joint um, study with Sweden. Now, Sweden does not early specialize. In fact, they don't even keep score. They don't even keep individual. Well, they keep score, I guess, but they don't even keep individual stats. And they discourage early specialization until a kid's 16, 17 years old. We don't have that here in the U.S. We have kids that are 10, 11, 12 that are playing hockey nine, 10 years, uh, nine, 10 months around the year, maybe more. With same thing in same thing for baseball, same thing for, you know, I'm not picking on hockey here. Same thing for baseball, same thing for uh, basketball, whatever sport, what sport might have you. And it just was not that way when I was growing up at all. It just didn't exist. It didn't exist in Gretzky's area. Even if he wanted to play, there was no play. It didn't happen. Hockey season was over. There was no hockey. What else are you going to do? Right. That's my uh, rant off. <laughs> did I you, was going to tell Randy only a crazy man would drive 90 miles a day for practice I've heard I, I've heard Lance Alexander <laughs> used to have to drive all the way down to the Ducks uh, it's, it, and if you're watching the Ducks this year you probably don't know that it's a professional franchise but uh, the, the Ducks uh, uh, has a professional NHL hockey team uh, and they also have a junior hockey or you know like youth hockey as well yes um, yeah, but this year they're really bad, is what I'm saying. Uh, the Ducks are are honestly one of the worst teams in the league. Uh, but you know they'll get better. You know that'll happen. Um, anyway, uh, uh, Coach, uh, you know I am always wary of people that uh, that talk about uh, um, the the talk about doing less in hockey uh, and uh, and you know you, you there's a lot of you know there's a lot that goes on for each kid uh, i think each kid is different uh i think if your kid uh is wants to specialize and he wants to be on the ice uh you know uh it's like trying to you know rail against a time before internet uh you know like when back then there was no internet and i'm like yeah i know uh, now there is uh and if your kid uh, gets involved in bad internet things uh then that's very very bad but if your kid can handle it and he is uh i don't know uh, uh, a coder and uh, invents Facebook in his spare time, then he's awesome. Uh, so I, you know, living in this world now, uh, there's a lot of hockey that's going on. I don't think you're going to be able to put that toothpaste back in the tube. Uh, but well, uh, wait, well, hang on. Would would you uh, would yeah. you really say that it made all that much difference that your kids played? through the spring and a lot of summer and hardly took any time off and then went right back to playing hockey year round. Do you really think that? Well, they didn't would, do would it that. Would it have hurt Either, them to see, take three, they four months my, off? My kids didn't do that. So, I mean, you know. Well, uh, so I, I, I'm, that's what, well, yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. But yeah, I, I'm no, not I mean, saying your kids did it, did it all the time, but our kids played together and they played a lot of hockey. Oh, they did. A yeah, bunch no, no. Of years. By the time they were in bantam, yeah. Before, by the time they were in bantams, but uh, Dare was on the swim team uh, during the summer. He didn't yeah, do yeah. a lot. He didn't do well, anything. We, we we always used to talk about that, and I think yeah. we were on the same page. And yeah. that's kind of my point. You were taking advantage of this idea of do other sports, do other activities because it's good for you all around, and 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 possibly make you a better hockey player. Yeah. Right. No, I, I think I, by the way, I still think swimming is the uh, best thing 
for any hockey player uh, to do on the second, uh, uh, you know, like as a second sport. Water polo swimming, I think, uh, just approves uh, aerobic uh, uh, exercise so well. Uh, you know, and like you're saying, uh, um, you know, what Phelps has a huge heart. Uh, he, he also, you know, I, I think he could swim for what, what, like seven hours a day. Uh, if you can do that, uh, I think you're much better. And by the way, I know that it's not that it's, it, that it's more of an interval kind of sport, but I think, uh, you build a body around a lot of purposes. And I think one great way to build, uh, your body into an aerobic machine is swimming. I don't know if, uh, the yeah, more I, I think heard, you know like uh, what I'm saying is, it doesn't tra- yeah, it doesn't translate yeah it doesn't translate exactly to hockey I, I would I would probably defer to that but I, I do really like what swimming did for my kids they came into the season like you know everybody else is like choking and panting and they came in like woohoo I'm out of the pool <laughs> but of course uh, I think uh, they just got tired of the pool too it's got too hot up here in uh, in uh, Southern California in uh, Valencia Right. So, so Lance, uh, you know, you introduced it, you threw the the grenade into the, uh, into the open, uh, field and uh, Raleigh and I both jumped on it. Now, would you <laughs> care to go a little further and maybe, uh, uh, explain what else, uh, you're thinking of? You know, I think, uh, um, well, the, the reason, like you said, I think one of the other things, like you, you said, I think I fell into the trap early of wanting to be, on some of these marquee teams, teams that, you know, were highly touted and ranked. I thought you played for the Bears. Uh, You can't say that if you play for the Bears, right? But I chose the Bears over other clubs for a reason. I'm just messing with you, Lance. It's our our weekly time where the Bears get a kicking. Give them a little little tiny uh, dig at the Bears. Yeah, you you can't care care at all about image if you're on the Bears. I mean, can you? Well, hey, Randy, I can't. (laughs) I I don't want to be next to Randy the next time he walks into a rink. Oh, I think they all understand. Day. I'm just. I was just down around. at their rink, and you know how, like in a lot of businesses, they'll have like a list. Dartboard. Of, if these people show up, they're not to be admitted. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, dying and dash. Some kind of crime. Yeah. yeah. My face and, is uh, there. Sadly, right? oh. the entire Gifford family is uh, oh. there. <laughs> I believe do not admit you. this family <laughs> uh we just want to come in and like like uh, skate no i'm just kidding uh, in fact your no. daughter's uh down there regularly uh uh scoring goals on the on the the bears from what i've heard so uh, you know no they we haven't played them in their in their house uh but uh, no. <laughs> uh no no we haven't played them in their house i don't know if they would let me in at this point i got a scowl at one of the bears uh games and I didn't even know, you know, like why, but it was like, this person was scowling at me. Like, I would like you to either leave or drop, uh, you know, like, <laughs> like you know, you start noticing the, a lot of people with the one like, hand up, like talking to the person and like pointing at you. I know. I know. Yeah. That so, guy, that's the guy. That's the guy. <laughs> he really doesn't like the bears. And just so you know, I was at the bears for three years. Okay. If you haven't been there for three years, you don't get to like punch at me. You know, I, I, I put in my time. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Anyway, so you're saying the marquee? Yeah, the marquee uh, programs you wouldn't necessarily go for. uh, You would. uh, uh, um, uh, What 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 would be your route for them then? If you didn't go to like uh, the the Kings and Shattuck. I think the focus for me, uh, doing over again, is like you said. Forget about driving all over town, especially at the younger ages, and focus primarily on just getting on the ice, you know, the closer, the better, 
and just, uh, you know, skating, getting time on the ice and practicing and, and playing hockey. But, but with that undertone of just go out and have fun. I wish we could have kept the Monarchs together. I, I wish we had taken that, that was team. Fun. That team that we we founded together. We found a little team uh, uh, down in uh, in the the valley. Uh, if we could have kept that roster, man, we would have had some great success. Yeah, exactly. I think yeah. uh, Randy and I proved. Uh, don't we have? Uh, uh, are we trying to get some we have a banner or money like for yeah. Randy and I to build the super team? Oh, yeah. Well, that's you, Lance. No, no, I'm not going to have any part of that. I, I'm not going to part did of happen or the that, lawsuit. Uh, uh, there all was the money that went into that. Uh... Uh, we are just a few dollars short, David. Uh, I, I, it's good that you bring it up. Uh, I don't remember where the GoFundMe page is, uh, but as soon as I get that, uh, that that the newest word on uh, on our funding, uh, I'll I'll uh, I'll let the audience know. I'll I'll let them uh, in on what's going on next. So, right. Um, uh, yeah. No. I I uh, I think you know it's valuable to uh, to to look at what's really valuable, guys. And 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 this is uh, this is just a synthesis of what everyone has said, is to actually analyze what what you. Th- think helps your kid and and do that rather than kind of following the herd to uh, you know like you said the spring program and the next program and drive all over to find something rather than doing what uh you think you have to do you know figure out for yourself what your kid wants and and what will help him the most and if if getting off the ice and uh and having a a, you know a second or third sport or any of that uh you know uh, that sounds to me to be a, a, a good lesson to learn. Um, I would be interested, uh, uh, circling back, I'd be interested to know these, um, these uh, superstars from Minnesota that you guys covet so much. How much did spent time did they spend on the ice? Um, I would like to know, you know, like your story of the kid that was like uh, asked into the development program, didn't go. Is he the kind of kid that also did another sport? Because if you tell me that, and and maybe we can find out before the next uh, uh, um, episode is recorded, that would go a long way to make me think, well, then whatever made this kid into a superstar, uh, I would like to at least tell the listeners uh, what that was. And if that was uh, breaking it up for him and giving him downtime and and not being a hockey dad, uh, that's a lesson that everybody should know. Yeah, exactly. Well, there's yeah. a lot of a lot of uh, players that can in the NHL that that played multiple sports. I mean, that's, yeah. That's no, oh, I know that. I, I, I we're talking that, like current, you know. Yeah, and depending on who you're talking about, you know, some of these, you know, even elite players had a, had a, another sport that they loved, you know, or and were were really good at. And you've got well, uh, you know, like uh, there was a there's some pitchers from the Atlanta Braves that used to. Uh, play hockey on the side because they were so good at hockey in high school um, yeah. and they chose, they chose baseball uh, over hockey because smart. And move. I believe monetarily, there was 50 million reasons uh, to be a middle reliever and uh, still make uh, a huge cash, a huge bank. Uh, but yes, uh, I, I remember there was a story about that. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll look that one up. Uh, guys, thank you all very much for chi- chiming in on this. Uh, Lance, do you have any last comment you want to make? Because we we're running out of time. Like you said, don't follow the herd. Go your own path. Yeah, and uh, and let your child lead, if at all possible. Um, if, if you ask them what they want to do, 
and uh, and and it it aligns with what you want to do. Uh, that's great. But if you ask them what they want to do and it does not, that's when you have to really start taking stock. Because uh, if 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 they want something and you don't, uh, and 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 that means if they want time off and you don't want them to take time off, uh, maybe uh, maybe it's time to uh, let mom make some decisions for a little while. And if mom is uh, anything like the hockey moms in Southern California, uh, kick it right back to dad as soon as possible because they'll be like, get on the ice, Johnny. And what are you doing? Have you heard my wife like during a game, uh, like with my son? Uh, literally, she like, he isn't trying. He isn't even trying. And I'll be like, oh, honey, no, yeah. don't, don't say that out loud. <laughs> don't even, don't say that. He isn't even trying. I'm like, yeah, yes, he is, dear. He's, he's trying his hardest. Well, he barely, oh, okay, he scored. He's okay, okay. Okay, he'll be right. happy. He's, he's not skating. He's not skating. Well, and then they're like, he's been out for three and a half minutes right now. I can't get off the ice. Oh, so. Better, you, better yet. Still loafing out there. Why did they put that other kid out? And not, not my kid. <laughs> like, honey, honey. Um, yeah. So kick it back to dad. Calm down uh, and and have yourself a, a, a gin fizz and enjoy your life. Uh, so th- from the uh, youth hockey podcasters, we uh, all thank you for listening. Uh, we really do appreciate all of you for taking time out of your commute to whatever hockey rink you're going to. And listening to some old guys talk about what they think is so important to them and uh, the world, because hockey has been our world for so long uh, with our kids. And we've loved it so much uh, that it's hard to keep it out of our hearts, even even for one week. So uh, thanks for listening. And uh, we hope to uh, catch you on uh, episode 23. Uh, thanks for listening. Remember to visit Gabe Gifford Hockey. The link is in the description and the webpage below.